So the Asian markets opened the week in positive territory following that record close on Wall Street. That's right. I mean, we continue um, to see the markets ignore all the geopolitical tension um, in the northern peninsula. Uh, peninsula you know, the tension between uh, surrounding North Korea, um, you know, that continued to be ignored by the market. We saw on Friday the S&P 500 uh, hit that 2,500 for the first time. So a, rock, a record close uh, on the S&P 500, which is the U.S. market. Uh, the three major in- indices also, the Dow, the DEX, um, were for the week up 1.4%, um, all of them combined. Uh, you've also got the Dow, uh, which um, also notched, you know, having having a biggest weekly gain since December um, of last year. So very, very strong performance by the U.S. market. And I think uh, the same positive sentiment is filtering through to uh, the, on the Asian session. Um, it's a good start, positive start for the week. Um, the Japanese market obviously closed for the holiday day. But the rest of the, um, you know, the Asian markets, the likes of China, the mainland China, all positive, um, quite strong um, across Australia as well. So... No doubt we're going to have a positive start. Um, JSE, when it opened at 9 o'clock, we certainly expect uh, the same kind of uh, positive sentiment to continue. Um, so certainly very positive start, and I think it's going to continue into the new, into, into the new week. And then, Maudi, uh, central banks will be in the spotlight this week. The South African Reserve Bank, the Federal Reserve uh, of uh, Japan, also releasing policy statements. Talk to us about that. Yes, so we've got um, the three major central banks um, that are going to be in focus. Um, our local, our, our South African Reserve Bank um, will be um, having the policy meeting and the announcement is expected on Thursday. Um, so there we expect, you know, that we're still pretty much, I think, uh, 50-50 um, as to whether we're going to see another interest rate. But I think um, firstly would be the meeting which takes place um, of the third on Wednesday. There the expectation is that we are not going to see a rate hike um, or from the Fed, um, but I think what would be a key focus um, for that meeting would be the unwinding of that four and a half trillion balance sheet. A lot of a lot of expectations around that. Um, I think the Fed remains pretty much divided, um, especially when it comes to the interest rate, whether to hike uh, for this year again in, in December um, or to postpone it into next year. And the reason why they remain so divided is because inflation has remained benign in, in, in the U.S. Um, inflation has remained relatively low, um, and there has been some weaknesses on the U.S. economy. We saw the numbers on Friday. The retail sales figures are showing that um, there are some you know, weaknesses that are beginning to show um, in the U.S. economy. So even though the employment, um, it's certainly at, at, at a you know, they are at a full employment or unemployment is at an all-time low. 4.3% is where unemployment is. And remember, employment um, uh, was one of the big, uh, one of the key focus of the Fed to say they, uh, before they can start hiking interest rates, they need to see um, the, 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 the labor market improve. So the labor market in the U.S. has improved, but the inflation remains a big concern. We've seen However, a bit of a surprise in the August numbers, um, which the inflation number came in at 1.9%. Remember, they have a target of about 2%. So it came in as close to that 2% mark. Many are saying that might help to 
post the, those that are in favor of hiking interest rates um, to, 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 to justify why they've been pushing for interest rate hike, especially because we've seen the August numbers uh, improve. However, I think the, one, uh, the one-off number um, will not um, be sufficient to support you know, the hawks, uh, particularly those, are in, those, those in favor of a rate hike. So I think it's going to be a wait-and-see type of an approach from the Fed um, before they actually increase interest rates. They would want to see that inflation is consistently um, approaching that 2% and it's improving before they embark on any further interest rate hike. What does it mean for the South African Reserve Bank? I think the Reserve Bank will be focusing on that um, you know, Fed meeting, um, especially after the Bank of England meeting that took place. The uh, Bank of England made it very clear that inflation has improved, things, the economy has improved, and therefore they are going to be increasing interest rates and possibly before the end of this year. So you've got the, the developed world that are going in the opposite direction, which is hiking interest rates, that puts the central bank, South African Reserve Bank, in a very difficult position because what the South African Reserve Bank would want to do is to go the opposite direct, uh, direction. In other words, diverge from what the rest of the uh, central banks in the world are doing. So I think that puts um, an, a rate hike for Thursday from the South African Reserve Bank in a bit of a 50-50 type of um, situation where, especially after Bank of England made it clear that they are now hiking or they are going to be hiking, if the Fed does come on Wednesday and say they also are going to be hiking because inflation is, is, is improving, then uh, that would certainly put the, the South African Reserve Bank in a bit of a difficult one, especially when you look at the fact that the South African inflation is also not too far from the upper end of, of the band, which is 6%. So we are sitting around 4.6%. And given the fact that we've had petrol price hike uh, this month, that means it will also be... Uh, pushing towards the upper end of that. So that's the risk that uh, the South African Reserve Bank would, would have to balance. Uh, but I think we could still have an early uh, Christmas present uh, in the form of another rate hike uh, for this for this, for this this month. Um, but I think that would be the last one because of the other central banks moving in the opposite direction. Remember, the divergence between or the interest rate differentials is what keeps South Africa alive. We continue to see the foreign flows or inflows uh, into this country. And because South Africa relies heavily on that foreign direct investment, the complete diversion from what the rest of the uh, central banks are doing would not be uh, helping the South African economy. We saw last week foreign inflows of around $7.5 billion, in other words, money coming into this country, investing in our bonds. So if we see, um, if we have a situation when the, the Reserve Bank in South Africa cuts interest rates and the rest of the world are increasing, we could see this, the reversal of this foreign inflow. And that's the risk that the South African Reserve Bank will not want to take.